Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're doing uh, Q&A number five, a continuation from our Q&A from, what, two weeks ago? Yes, but it's not Q&A four part two. It's just it's, its own thing. I mean, it's, it's Q- 4.2. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's Q&A five. Okay, it's five. And in case any of you have uh, lived in a cave your whole life, Q&A means questions and answers. Yes. So th- these are questions sent in from all of you, from all of our listeners. Questions about Germany, about travel, about the podcast. So uh, hopefully a lot of uh, good advice to be gleamed. Hopefully. Alex, they've sent in some cues. What do we, what do we got for them? We got some, some A's. Let's do it. Welcome back. This is episode 113 of, you know, the podcast name that we used earlier on. So I mean, <laughs> if, if you don't know by this point what you're listening to, uh, then, you don't know, you have to rethink your life choices. <laughs> I guess you do. <laughs> uh, anyways, just joking around. It's the Americans in Germany drinking whiskey podcast. Again, episode 113, which is, I don't know, the higher the numbers go, the, just, the more they just don't mean anything. I, think. I know, I it's just know. a bunch of... It's, it's like uh, points on uh, who's like that anyway. They don't really matter. Thank you, Drew. You're welcome. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, thanks for coming. But you know, guys, we've got some news and uh, information and data. We do have data. To, uh, to, you know, let you know about before we get into the topic. Yes. And the first one is a very exciting one, I think. Uh, so don't forget our second in-person in person, yes, it's our second in person meetup. Yeah. Our second in person meetup. Bring, bring your purses. The beer, the beer costs money. Yeah. It does. Our second in person meetup uh, will be happening in Berlin on Friday, July twenty second, from ten to ten. Ten to ten. <laughs> you just cannot do this one thing. Wow. Okay, okay guys, it's from seven till ten p.m. It is not. It's not an all day twelve hour thing. You know, from seven to ten it's p.m. Not. Okay. It's only three hours. Do you want to keep going? Or yeah. Get it? Okay. The location is a bar called Mokum. M-O-K-U-M and Prenzlberg. Use some Google Maps. You can find it. Uh, we'll, we'll have a couple of tables reserved outside. Everyone's welcome. And there'll be a cool prize for one lucky person that we just got in today. Alex, and can it's I, super cool. Can I be that lucky person? You can't. No. You are uh, excluded. Yes. This prize is something that even me and Alex don't have, and we will be jealous when we have to give it to you. So uh, That's true. So I would say uh, be there. Or be not there. Or be un, unprized. You just, you'll be unprized. Yeah. You'll be deprized. Uh, in terms of uh, news related to Germany, some good news. Yes. Uh, for those of you wishing to come from abroad and work in Germany, the German government has announced plans to make it easier for people to get work visas and to make the whole process a little, you know, more painless or less painful, whichever way you want to go. Sure. Uh, they said they wish to make English an administrative language in addition to German to be used by German authorities. This would mean that eventually all employees at the German Immigration Office, also known as the Ausländerbehörde, also known as the Landesamt für Einwanderung, <laughs> also known as Hell, all of the employees there would actually need to be able to speak English and they would be required to do so with you when applying for your visa and provide the entire process in English, which, uh, why couldn't this happen 10 years ago? We, I know, we right? moved here. We moved there at the wrong time. Yeah, because uh, currently, even for... Say you're moving to Germany because you want to learn German, even at that first visa thing. And, and you're applying for a German language learning, learning visa. Yeah. The, usually the whole process will still be in German and you'll have no idea what's going on because you have, you have not gotten your visa and you have not learned German yet. Perfect way to learn, right? Right. Um, and you, you know, a lot of people have to bring a translator with them to help out. So uh, this would be, of course, a game changer if it happens. Huge. Absolutely yeah. enormous. And uh, they also announced that they want to make it easier 
for the immigration office to recognize foreign uh, schooling certificates and professional qualifications. Also very good because right now, even uh, Berlin doesn't accept qualifications from other states in Germany. So yeah. good luck if you have a qualification from, uh, you know, I don't know. Baden-Württemberg. Yeah. Or Romania or the UK or, you know, they're like, Basically, they just go, that's not in German. I can't. I don't that's know. not from that's, Berlin. That's not real. Stupid. Uh, so anyway, so they want to um, uh, make that easier and they want to digitize, which I know that's a hard word for any German authority figure to say uh, because they're not really big on the whole technology. They want to digitize um, as much of the visa application process uh, as possible. Wow. So wow. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. When will this things, happen? All things that are making me jealous. Well, basically, they, they announced... This week, these are the, their their plans. It was like a ten step plan, um, and so they want to put this into effect. So, um, again, it's got to go through some. But I would say, I don't know, within the next year. And even they said like the um, requirement to have everybody at the Ausländer Behörde speak English at the immigration office. Um, they're like, okay, well, that can't happen overnight because obviously people can't. Right. Learn. So, but but the, what they would do is the people there that already do speak English. These would be the people who then be forced to speak with the people, you know, like say if you're applying, you just click, I want an English speaking person. And then those people would be prioritized to those people. And then the rest of the people would be either trained or replaced at some point, you know, with people who do interesting, do the English. That, 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 that's fantastic news. Let's, let's see how that uh, works out. We'll see. Yeah. So if, if you're planning to move to Germany in the next year or two, you might be in for a pleasant surprise. Nice. Uh, but if you're trying to fly into Germany or from Germany, Ooh. Right now, right now, uh, expect some delays at the airports. Uh, there's been a staff shortage, especially with the um, bag handlers. This led to officials to recommend arriving much earlier before your flights and being prepared to wait even longer when they land. I'm very happy I'm not traveling outside the country this uh, this summer. It sounds like just an absolute shit show at the moment. Yeah, my um, my uncle who visited me a few days ago, he said when he landed, he, he had to wait about an hour for his bag because they just, just don't have enough baggage handlers. But yeah. I'd seen an article recently where Germany says it was basically farming out baggage handlers from across the globe, basically just trying to get people like, like they're like, okay, if you're from a different country and you could you have experience, please come here because uh, our we're just uh, maxed out. So it's crazy. Yes. Uh, the German government now considers its famous nine euro public transit ticket whoop, whoop. a success. The one that we've been talking about for the past few weeks. Yes. Thus far, they have sold over 21 million nine euro tickets and have seen a decent reduction in the amount of people driving on the roads, which was the whole point because uh, because of the uh, issues with uh, Russia and our, you know, um, and how expensive and the, uh, uh, gasoline, gasoline is, is. Yeah. And so it's actually the whole point of it was to uh, have to bring down the amount of gas usage, and it actually did bring down the amount it, of gas usage. Isn't it like crazy? Like, hey, you make public transportation more available, people drive less. Who would ever thunk that, Jeff? Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And because of this, they are now considering making some form of this ticket permanent because they're like, okay, hey, this is actually working. Uh, most uh, Now, they said most likely it won't continue to be nine euros, but um, they are thinking that a heavily reduced monthly public transit ticket might continue to keep. Uh, less people off the roads and reduce gas consumption. So like they, 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 they've, they've been considering maybe um, a one euro per day to, so like a 365 euro yearly ticket. So one euro per day, which, you know, which is, would be amazing. That's, as well. that, that's half of what the month ticket is now. But yeah. More than half. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're learning from Austria. And I think we mentioned this a few months ago, Austria already has what's they called their Klima ticket, their right. climate ticket, which allows you to travel almost all of Austria for a very set low flat price. And so Germany's like, yeah, it seems to be working over there. Maybe we can do something like that. So 
Yeah, no, it, it's very cool. And, and also, um, speaking of the, 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 the flights, there is now a new airline called, I can't remember what it's called, oh, Norse Airline, that are using these brand new um, planes that are made out of carbon. And they're trying to do flights directly from Berlin to New York for starting at 100, I want to say 60 euro for the mm. low ticket and up to 300 for like the first class, still super cheap. And also every leaving once a day, every day. And then also uh, not nonstop, also from Berlin to LA. But do these, three do, times do a these week. flights exist currently? Uh, they're going to start, I think, in August. So in August, in August. <laughs> so it's uh, actually really exciting to see how this is going to turn out. Even if they only can deliver on like half that promise, uh, one 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 way yeah. flight from Berlin to New York for me is incredible, and for you to LA is incredible. Absolutely. Now I'm I'm hesitant because this has been promised by many other airlines in the past ten years before, oh, totally. and you know Ryanair is like, oh, we're going to do a, a long haul thing for twenty bucks, to, and didn't happen, and. And so it, it'll be interesting if it actually happens and if the flight is actually um, survivable. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I'm guessing it'll be the kind of thing where even a glass of water is going to cost you 10 euro or something. Or like yeah, at, the, at those the, prices, they, they can't offer anything for free. I was yeah. looking it up yesterday and the, yeah, the lowest ticket has no food. You can only bring on one small luggage. And, and a checked bag is then the other 500 euro. So that's how they get their money. Yeah, back. yeah <laughs> exactly. But you can get up to 300 euro to get premium seats, food, and like two luggages, something like that. So you know, there's different tiers, but it's a great idea. And my fighter pilot buddy was telling me it's on the new Boeing 787. Yeah, the Dreamliner, which actually Dreamliner, yeah, has been out for uh, a few years now. So yeah, yeah, so that's also pretty cool too. Yeah, I guess they're bigger, they're more comfortable, and directly to New York or L.A. So cool. Looking forward to that because that means I can go to the states way more often now for yeah. way cheaper. I, I like the Dreamliner. Like you, you um, they're, they're they're kind of they they keep the amount of moisture in there so like you don't get super dry like you do in other flights. Oh nice! And um, the windows don't have any shades like they just um, they fade to black when it gets too bright. It's like you can just press you press a button and it just and it just uh, fades the actual glass to black. So oh now I really want to take these flights. That sounds um, awesome. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a really uh, comfortable comfortable plane. Um, anyways, thank you to Linda. This is Linda Bloom because uh, she has. Given us another little donation there. That's my mom. And Thanks, mom. And by little, not little. So uh, thank you so much. Really for, appreciate it. For always helping. And if anybody else would like to give us a donation, it's uh, at the bottom of our website in a big yellow button that says donations. Donate. Yeah. And and again, when, when we're sponsorless, donations really help us a lot because, you know, we do have expenses. We make no money off this podcast and it helps us to keep going and keep bringing you the good stuff, the good content. Keep bringing you that mediocre content that you yeah, all love. Absolutely. Speaking of mediocre content and mediocre things, uh huh. How are you? <laughs> Sweet, uh, I'm good actually. And actually, this, this is one of the rare weekends where we did not see each other. So I, I didn't see you for we, I didn't see you for a long time. We truly don't know what happened in each I other's could, lives. You look so different, right? I know you've yeah. grown. You've lost your tan. I don't know how that happened, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm good. Uh, the past few days, um, my um, uncle visited me in Berlin, so he was here from Monday to Wednesday. Uh, he's like on a little Europe tour going to several different cities. So showed him around a little bit. Um, nice. And uh, beginning some pretty crap sleep lately, actually. Uh, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. What have you been doing? That, that, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, on Friday we had a little uh, staff party with the kindergarten teachers. Went outside. I set up some tents. We had a little fire pit. It was a really good time. I bought, um, I got to school to buy us cornhole. So we played cornhole. Oh, nice. Which is a great time. But I, but I heard the, the point of the party 
was to meet the new employees, but no new employees actually showed up. Isn't that? Yeah, like was, only a few people did. And then it was just mm. like the normal people that are always at the parties. But well, hey, I had a good time. Did, did they not like put enough like uh, newsletters out or something? Like, did people just not know about the party? Or what? I, don't, I don't know. I think people were tired on a Friday and I don't know, people had plans and it wasn't communicated super clearly. Mm. You know, the as normal as work as stuff. you guys had fun, that's all. But I, I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, then on Saturday, went to our buddy Matt's uh, restaurant, Mata. Check it out. It's on Weichselstrasse here in Berlin. It's delicious. And I uh, went to one of my first open-air kino of the season. Oh, I was going to say, wait, I've been there with you. Okay, but yeah, the season. Of the the season. season. Saw House of Gucci. It was, uh, it was all right. It wasn't great. wasn't bad. Bradley Scott movie, yeah. So Yeah, it, it, the, first, the first act was great. It kind of went downhill from there. Uh, and the Italian accents were just... Just a tragedy. We're <laughs> not very good, but you know the actors were like, the actors acted really well. It just wasn't just it wasn't written very well. I, I don't know. I really didn't. It wasn't great. Okay, but did, it wasn't bad. Did, did Matt's uh, girlfriend come along? Because she is Italian, and maybe she'd want to, you know. No, she was yeah. in Italy actually. So. Oh, so she's doing something more, much more Italian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> actually, being there. Yeah, and then I also did my first uh, dip in the lake on Sunday. This summer. Really? Yeah, I, I, I didn't go to the lake yet. Oh man, I know. I've been to lakes so many times this summer. You've oh. been, what have you been doing? Every time I've been gone for the weekend, you're going to a lake. Oh, okay. Well, Thanks. It's because we just don't want to see you shirtless. That's a, that's a shame. <laughs> you're missing out on a lot. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a really nice weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to the next few weeks because then school's getting closed and then you and I get to go on a holiday. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things that it's like so close, but yet so far away. I know, it's like three and a half more weeks. Uh, Which is like almost a month, so. Better not to think about it. So, you know what's fun to think about? Whiskey going into my glass. That is fun to think about, Jeff. And I found us today. I went to the shop for the first time in a while. A while because we failed to remember to buy a whiskey online. We did. And I found this really cool bottle, and I only got it because the bottle looks kind of cool. So instead of like a label... There's like a piece of paper going around the whole thing, and it's like a belt around it. You know, it reminds me of, um, I don't know, those cartoons when you saw something in the 1920s, and they were just like really poor, and they just took a sack and cut a hole in it, and then just like wore the sack, yeah, and, and then took like a rope and as a belt around them. That's kind of what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Anyway, it's called uh, Basil Hayden's. It's Kentucky Straight uh, Bourbon Whiskey. And, um, ooh, what's this? When Basil Hayden Sr. began distilling his smooth bourbon here in 1796, Kentucky was but four years old, and George Washington was president. Oh, my. So it's pretty old stuff. So hopefully I know what they're doing. It says artfully aged. Don't know what that means, but... Uh, it doesn't say how much it was aged. Just artfully. I think that's a nice way to say, like, we don't want to tell you how much it was aged because it was not, like, a long long time. Does, does, that, it, does that belt thing come off? Yeah, it's like a... Is it Velcro or? It's glued, no. Okay. no it, 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 on the front is like a, or that's just decor, decoration. It's decoration. You guys are going to have to check out the picture of this. This is, this is yeah, a, it's pretty cool. like no other bottle I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how they transport it with all this paper on it, but you know. Thing is, if you lose this paper, because it's not, the paper isn't glued onto this bottle. If you lose it, you just have like a clear bottle and you have no idea what's inside of it. That's, yeah, there's nothing underneath it. Yeah. But if you lose the paper, I think that, I think that the uh, belt will stay on. And a belt says Basil Hayden's on it, so. Oh, okay. That's good. Anyways, let's pop this uh, plastic cork open. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. I can't open it. I'm not even joking. Is there a plastic like uh, wax or wrap or something? No. <laughs> I, can't, I can't open it. <laughs> this is the first time you could open it. <laughs> Let me use the mouse pad here. Okay. Get some, get some grippies. Oh, here we go. 
Okay, it was just oh, really quiet. All of that for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thing, it's like it was sealed. I, I don't even know how we're going to get that, that uh, top back on. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Maybe it's been sealed since uh, George Washington was president. So Kentucky bourbon. Only mm. kind there is. It smells good. Let's get this cork back on. There we go. Oh, okay. Let's take a sippy. Cheers. Oh, it smells good, too. Not bad. Not bad at all. Little, cool. A little burny, but yeah. Before we get started, everybody, you can check out our Instagram. It's at americans.in.germany.podcast. But also, and maybe even more importantly, you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Only if you think we're five-star worthy. Only if you want to. You don't have to. There's other things you can do yeah. with your life. If you don't like us, use that time to um, ride a bike. Use that time to learn how to whittle beechwood. Build a, a Lego police station. <laughs> There's so many things you could do, but, but, but and set the Lego PlayStation on fire yeah. and then build yourself some Lego firefighters. Uh, only for adults, kitties. Don't do any, don't do that at home. If you're under, <laughs> yeah. under the age of 18. Yeah. And also check out our website. Some many do say it is the best website in the whole world. So where did my uncle landed? He said he heard uh, murmurs on the plane about this oh, uh, yeah. a website. And I was like, Oh, it's my podcast. It's crazy. You know, crazy. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's, it's so well that happens. Anyway, it's a G D W podcast.com. Lots of good stuff on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alex ran out of breath. So he had to check this huge. Yeah, good stuff on there. Anyways, let's get to the website. Let's get to those uh, cues. Let's get to the cues or the website? Read <laughs> it to the cues. Okay. I'm running you the A's. Remember. Okay, guys, you've probably noticed, but Alex is having an off day today. I'm uh, very he, off he doesn't, day. He doesn't know what's happening. So, <laughs> so what's about to happen is we're going to go back to the topic, which is <laughs> questions and answers. That's what's happening right now. So this is the meat of the podcast, if you're wondering. Here yes. We, that's what, and again, we have not looked at these questions beforehand. We just put them on a little document here without reading them. And um, yeah, and, and remember, they're all sent in by uh, you guys, by, by listeners. So uh, through Instagram and Maybe a few by email, don't recall, but yeah. yeah. So let's, should we just do this let's thing? Let's just dive in. And remember, you might not like the answers, but we're answering them anyways. <laughs> yeah, if, if you don't want to answer these questions, I would suggest right after you read the question, that's when you skip ahead. And then, then you, can just, you can just get all the questions and none of the answers. True. Yeah. All right. So from Greta Sobi, do either of you as Americans have student loan debt and how do slash can you budget for this? I mean, important question because um, I guess a lot of people are are unfortunately yeah a lot uh, of Americans for sure afflicted with student loan debt. So um, I luckily I, am not. You also are not. I am also not. Yeah, I did not. I did not attend a uh, a school, so I have no. I required no loans. True. So yeah, I did. I just do not have any student loan. I'm very. Did lucky. Did you have a loan that you it's already paid off or? Uh, my parents helped me out a lot with college. They had a big college fund for me when I was a kid, and so I did not have to worry about it. Which was so. Thank you, mom and dad, so much for that. Really appreciate it. So I was lucky I didn't have to have um any student loans to pay off. Can Can you scroll back up to the 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 yes. full question there? How do you how, how do you budget for it? So I I think obviously it's like it sounds like Gre uh, Greta uh Sobi. Uh, that that she has most likely has a student loan. Uh, yeah, I assume. And she is either planning to move abroad or maybe just did. And you know, you're you're looking for work and living abroad is already tough. But it's like, ooh, on top of that, I got to pay two hundred a month to this or two hundred. So you're kind of asking how to how do you budget that in now? Yeah, nigga, we don't have that experience. Um, but I could say in terms of saving money in order to have money to you know, uh, I mean, a lot of that can be done with 
the food you buy and also just, you know, make sure you get a flat share instead of your own place, you know, keep, keep that, keep that, keep all the big monthly expenses down, you know? Yeah, but I mean? Berlinga be very inexpensive if you, if you, you know, if you try decently, not that hard, if you just try a little bit, it can be a pretty inexpensive city. Yeah. The first few years I lived here, um, when I was just like a young, young buck. bachelor kid. Yeah. I mean, I, I could do my weekly shopping for 20 euro and I, and I yeah. get enough meals for seven days and obviously no, right now it, things it are more expensive quality food yeah now it's more expensive but yeah it wasn't quality food but you can you can make it happen so yeah uh i'm sure there's other better places to look that up and i don't want to re- lead you the wrong way but i do know people who americans who live here who have student debt and they they figure it out um so i'm sure i'm sure you can too Greta. yeah i mean i think maybe a good location was uh, if you go to the um the facebook group uh, americans in berlin yeah um, and, and you post that same question in there there will probably be a lot of people who exactly. are in similar situations and maybe they have uh, found solutions to, to help with that. So there's another question. Sorry, there's no name at the moment. And it says, since your girlfriends speak English and you both speak German, do you speak German with them most of the time? Or do you feel like sometimes you can better express yourself in English knowing that they will understand you? Hmm. Uh, let's do uh, each of our own situations. What's sure. your situation? Uh, yeah, we speak English, I would say like 85% of the time. And we'll sometimes speak German here or there, but uh, not very often. If we are like with German-speaking friends or a family, we'll speak German to each other. Mm. Uh, sometimes at home here or there, but you know her English is honestly better than my English. <laughs> I have to agree. Yeah. Right? So uh, <laughs> she can express herself perfectly. I can express myself perfectly in English. We met in English, so it's weird to switch to German. So yeah, sometimes we do. We probably should more. But um, I find, I think we talk, talked about this before, the language you meet somebody in is kind of the language that you stick with, and that's no different for uh, for for me and Bobby. Because that's kind of the the feeling you have for that person. It includes like their voice, and when you switch to a different language, suddenly you have that kind of like a little bit of a different accent, and it's it's just yeah. it's different. But yeah, the situation is it, and, and it, judging by the question, I think they expected us to say the opposite that we always speak German. True. Well, um, to be fair, another part of the question: sometimes I express myself better in German. If I cannot think of the English expression or like sometimes German words just fit better for what I'm trying to say. So a lot of time we speak a lot of like Danglish, sure. Deutsch, English, yeah. switch back and forth, depending on which word kind of comes quicker to my brain at the time. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I have the same situation. Me and my girlfriend, I mean, we speak English 90, 95% of the time. And then we we only really speak German with each other. Yeah, if we're um, visiting our family or we're in a group of of uh, you know like it's the the majority of the group is german so that's the language you know uh because because yeah we also met in english um her english is also fantastic and also we have a friend group that is made up of people from turkey from america from here there wherever italy wherever so we all speak german english (laughs) yeah so so english is just like the good go-to in between median language the interpreter language what's it called lingua franchi something like that no idea. Yeah. I think, I think English is the lingua franchi, which means it's the international language, like decided upon. Yeah. But, but yeah, same. I, I've, I've maybe like 10 out of every words I do. It's kind of like a German. I, yeah, like there's certain, and even when my uncle was here, there are certain words that I was just, it's still, I'd go to the, to the German one. That's what I'm used to. And then, yeah, and fair. then my uncle's like, what, what, what's that? Or even like, even like simple things. Like, um, like I was, we were at a restaurant. I'm trying to explain to a menu and, and, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's with Ingver. And then he's like, what's Ingver? Both me and my girlfriend were both like, Ingver. And then we both sat there for like two minutes, and we were both like, I've, we both, I, I, I have no, I had to Google it. And it was like, 
Oh, I just literally just dropped it in my head. I don't know. I still don't know what it is. Uh, I'm trying to think about what it is right now too. I know oh, ginger, it, ginger. That's uh, it. Yeah. Geez. But yeah, there's certain words. Um, and even like instead of seller, I always say Keller. Like that's the first one to come to me, not seller. And there's just like there's a lot of words that I use the German version so much that the English one literally just drops out of my brain for five minutes. And so oh, like, for yeah, sure, it's crazy. But yeah, so so we both speak English with our with our partners. Yes, um, that, yes, we just did a really long winded explanation of just that one sentence. Right. Yeah. 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 English. <laughs> Done. <laughs> All right, next one. Do you want this to see is the from Ken Ken Kendall DJ or no, sorry, Kendall DJ maybe. Oh, Kendall DJ. Kendall DJ. What are your favorite German meals? Does dinner count? Yeah, I mean, you buy it in Germany. I mean, it's more of like a Berlin meal rather than a German meal. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think it counts. No, no, I mean, uh, no, dinner is. Very German because it, it was it was Turkish community in Germany that invented right it, the so. döner and brot yeah true. yeah um my favorite German meal is um ooh probably either just a really good giant schnitzel mm. or a Käsespätzle which is like these egg noodles that are delicious it's kind of like it's kind of like German mac and cheese and it's just it's just so good for me it'd be a Schweinehaxe yeah I mean you can't go wrong with that either huh? it's just a pork knuckle it basically it's like if you I don't know it's like the like it looks like the knee of like a big boar and it's really the, the giant it, bone in the middle. It's like the size of like, if you take like a baseball and made it twice as big, that's the, it's just this big and the meat is like so soft and just, it just falls off the bone. It's and so it's, good. Um, but like it's, um, that stuff that stays with you for days. Like it's, it, it, that is, that is a, uh, a thick meaty meal that just like, yeah, it just sticks to your gut, yeah, but, it, it but, it, but it's so good. There's also, it's not really a meal, but it's like a, um, a, a side dish of a meal and that's the knudel, where it's like this, it's potatoes made into a ball, and the inside is like some like um, hackfleisch, uh, mm. what's that, minced meat, and uh, the potatoes are made in a way where they're very like soft and kind of spongy. It's a really bizarre food, but it's so, so, so good. It's, they eat on Christmas a lot. Nice. Yeah. And actually, my girlfriend was just saying the other day, when we were talking with my uncle, including a lot of things, all, almost all the food we just said, a lot of it's not really German, it's Bavarian. Like, uh, True. You know, so... Germany, it's like really known for Bavarian food, but yeah. like, but like my girlfriend said, like schnitzel, schweinehex, like all this stuff. She's like, we didn't eat that up in northern Germany. Like, this, no. the, okay, like, yeah, I got another one. Then um, Fischbrötchen, go up north. You see, there's all these little tiny stands selling a little little uh, roll, nice crispy. But I don't roll know if a fish sandwich fish would be considered a German thing because it, they're kind of available everywhere. I mean, maybe the, I, don't know. Not, I think she's asking about what specifically German food we like. I think you know. But, but, but fair answer. Fair yeah, answer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> next. Uh, next is by George Simp. What do you mean? T- e type? and I. You did the, actually the last time we did this, you said it wrong the same. Well, I just assume that's not a German word. So I know. George Zimp. George Zimp. George which, Zimp. I, which I still, I haven't double checked, but I still think um, that's the George from our first in-person meetup. So, hey, George, if that's you, let us know. Yes. Uh, if you haven't already mentioned that, what happened to your YouTube channel? Well, we just, it, we just stopped doing it. Uh, it all i'll make it just so f- simple and quick like a podcast is enough work on its own like and and having a youtube channel is enough work on its own doing both it's just too much you yeah. know like you really have to both require so much focus and so much time it's just and after editing a whole podcast and then 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 go oh now i got to take all the footage that we recorded and now edit all that video and it, it's it's just twice the work and um yeah and again we don't make any money off of this so it's just it's not worth it, you know, because like I don't, I don't have the time. Like I have to do my normal job. And, yeah. Exactly, and this is what I realized too is uh, since we started, you know, being quote unquote 
content creators is that a lot of these people you see on YouTube with these really famous pod- podcasts, like that's their job. You know, that's what they do for a living. Yeah. And we're doing this once a week after work in the evening during like, work or yeah in the you know, evening so or like yeah it's um it's, it's just a lot of work and but i mean i absolutely respect, i mean we were just talking to um felicia from Feli uh from germany when she was on our show the other day and she has a full-time podcast and a full-time youtube channel and yeah and she's editing both and uh yeah but it, it is her full-time job but regardless it's still it's a lot of work um to constantly be putting out content on both of those exactly know? so um, we, we would love to have one but we don't have time. I mean, it's still up there, and you know who knows? Maybe at some point we'll randomly put a video up there. But it's just do not expect any normal content or on, on a regular basis at all. It's just, exactly. it's just not going to happen. So next is from Maximilian Fish. Fish. Max Fish. Which houses do you like more, German or American? Ooh, interesting. Well, ain't that a interesting question? You and I have talked about this a lot. Uh, the differences, and it's tough. I I like both. To be honest, I I like American houses. No, Got to choose one. Oh, which one do you like more? Well, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Do whatever you want. Okay. I like American houses because they have that more of an open concept, which I really enjoy. But I also like German houses because they're not as big, but they find nice ways to use the space. And they're really solid, but you really can't do a lot with it, I guess. You know, like, now, well, I think we have to be specified. Like, we're talking about houses. I think we have to be specifically talking about standalone yeah, that, houses. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Standalone houses. Because, like, you know, these old. Altbau, like old, typically European apartment buildings like I live in, like obviously you can't find those in the US, so you can't make a comparison there, right? Right, right. So I think we're talking about like just standalone But you can compare, family you, you can compare, apart, compare apartments from American to German. I, I think I'll take German apartments 100% of the time. But, no, but houses is talking about American, for- like they didn't have the, again, they didn't have a chance to even win that contest because, you know, they're not they're too young of a country to have, you know, 120 year old apartments, you know. Well, you can, new apartments. I have a new apartment. Oh, okay. oh, so new apartments, but then there's there's the same. Like I don't know, I don't know. Like like a modern apartment, <laughs> like a like your apartment. I could walk into that in in New York, and I, you know, like it's nothing really specifically German about it. I guess not. Yeah, yeah, I guess not. Yeah, it's tough to say. I don't. I really don't know. I, I I like German houses. I like the way they look from the outside better. Usually, I think American houses sometimes can be a little too much. You know what I mean? Too big or. Um, but I don't know. I, I honestly like both. They, they both have their, their, their cons. They both have their pros. But if I had to pick one, I think I would choose. I don't know. I actually don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I, I, I go American houses uh, just as a maker and as a builder. Because like, you can change it. Because, it, I mean, the thing is with like a, a German anything, it's the walls are always solid stone. And it's like, say suddenly you wanted to add an outlet. Okay, well, you have to chisel out a, literally a channel along this entire solid stone wall just so you can so you have a place to put the wire like in, in in the u.s you can just since the the walls are plasterboard and wood you can much easier change things over time add right. things um it's it's just i find it much more flexible like yes absolutely in terms but, of in terms of your design choices where here you're kind of like once you have that like those four walls and a roof like you're pretty much stuck with that and i mean you can change it but it's just a pain in the ass because it's made of stone but you know what? i'm actually gonna pick german now uh, just cause thinking like, yeah, you're right. But, uh, German houses are just super duper duper solid in terms of strength and stuff. Like uh, American houses are plenty strong and you know, in California, those houses that are 150 years old, like they don't, they had fallen down. Like as long as you take care of it, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. But I think if I were to buy one just for safety, 
That's a huge German one. What do you mean by safety? Just like it's, you really think the house, the house is going to implode on itself because it's made of wood or what? Man, I watch a lot of housing shows. Like every time they try to remake a house, you know, they buy it. And like, oh my god, it's the foundation is leaking. This is cracking. That's sinking. The walls aren't together. Like, there's always so many things that happen. That's when they flip houses, they're always buying these like shit boxes. Yeah, you know maybe. What I, mean? like, I don't know. And, and, and if there weren't problems, it wouldn't be good TV. So like, they're not going to buy like a, you know, a, a nice house. You know what I mean? <laughs> that actually like has everything working. It's a fair point too. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really can't decide. But I, I think they both have the pros, both have the cons. Um, True. But, yeah. Alex doesn't live in a house. He lives in a home. I do. Oh. I, li- I live in an apartment, but it's a home. I need to add a, I wish we had a, a board that a sound uh, effect. <laughs> yeah. True. All right. Next one from Darovas. Are there any German slash European cities slash locations that you haven't visited yet, but want to? Yes. I mean, so many. Of course. I mean, we've both traveled a lot in Europe, but you know, can't go everywhere. Never get enough. Right, right, right now, top of my list is Albania. I've been trying to go to Albania for three years now. <laughs> and for some reason or another, it's just not happening. Something screwy keeps happening and happened again this year. Uh, we wanted to go at the end, at the beginning of August. Yeah. But right now, traveling is just like stupid expensive and just everyone's doing it because after Corona, it's not oh, worth well, you it. You said the car rental was alone. The, the yeah. cheapest you found was a two grand, right? It was or like something? two grand, like 1,500 for like, for for like what, eight two days. Weeks or eight day- yeah, it's crazy. Nine days. It's, it's crazy. just stupid. So hopefully I'll be going to Albania in like autumn. But you know what? At this point, I think there's a higher power that's like making sure that we don't go there. <laughs> so if I do go, I'm not going back. Okay. Well, think about if there's anywhere else you want to go while I'm... Well, I'm thinking of, uh, I would say, I mean, there's still plenty of places in the Alps I would love to go to. Yeah. Um, I've only been to Switzerland once and it, it was just too expensive. So I only stayed like two or three days. I would love to explore that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And there's also these, I've always wanted to hit just do one trip where I'm just hitting the small countries um, like Luxembourg and Andorra, uh, Liechtenstein. Malta. No, Malta's quite big. Malta's tiny. Yeah, but I'm talking about the, the tiny, actual tiny countries, you know. Um, Liechtenstein, yeah, like Liechtenstein. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to go to Andorra. There, there's a country with inside of Italy that a lot of people don't know about. Like it's a standalone, uh, and not the Vatican. There's, a, there's the Vatican, a, not the Vatican. <laughs> there, there's like this mountain country that's I forget, I forget what it's called. I want to go there. Um, there's a lot of these ones that please, there's basically these places that a lot of people don't go to, and I would love to just go and explore and just be like, ah, you know. Oh, for sure. I, I, like on top of that, I want to go to Ireland. I've been to Ireland yet, uh, north or south. I want to go to Scotland. I want to go to Lapland, like northern Finland, and see the northern lights. Mm. Iceland, I want to go to. I want to see. And also, like, a lot of people, I think, especially when you first move to Europe, you kind of go to a country, you knock it off your list. Like, oh, I've been to that country. But, but you've been to one city. Right. Yeah. Like, I want to revisit other countries I've been to. Like, sure. I want to go back to Italy yeah. for a third time and go to more places because uh, Italy's amazing. I've been to Spain like six times. I want to go back to Spain again. I love Spain. Mm-hmm. Even I just want to travel more on Germany, to be honest. And luckily, we're doing that a bit uh, this summer, kind of. Well, both places I've been to before, but yeah. So I, well, the first yeah. one I haven't to. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like, there's a lot of places. I was, I want to go back to France, Southern France. I haven't been to, I haven't been to Nice. There's a lot of places and countries that I have been to, but I haven't seen yet, you know? Yeah. Cause again, it's, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like coming and just seeing Berlin and be like, oh, I've seen Germany. It's like, right. Nope. You have if not. you go to Berlin, yeah. you have seen no Germany. Yeah. Like, but, but Berlin's he, not Germany. Even if you go to Munich, like you have not seen Germany. I mean, cause like Germany is, Germany is so diverse and yeah. from Northern Germany to Southern Germany to West East, it's like, yeah. But yeah, there's, there's, there are tons of places I would, I would love to go to. Yeah, for sure. And from the Book of Connor or <laughs> book Con- Connor. Connor Book or Book book Connor. I feel like Connor is his first name and Book is his last name and they just switched, but it doesn't matter. Uh, anyways, Book underscore Connor. Um, have, you, have you guys visited some of the wine regions of Germany? If yes, what did you think? I unfortunately have not. Uh, I, I have, but I didn't actually 
do the the winery. So like I, I took a, a cruise down the Rhine River in that oh, yeah, area, nice. like through, through the area of Mainz and that kind of area. So I, I was in that region, but I was so I was like 18. I didn't know that it was a wine region and didn't take the time. But I, I know plenty of friends who they've gone there and you can you can um, if you go with your bike just cycle along the river from village to village and go to different wineries and stuff. I've heard it's really nice. That sounds nice, yeah. And we spoke actually about, uh, with uh, Feli from Germany, yes. about German wine last week and about how how cheap it is and how tasty it is. So, um, yeah. I, I, oh, what was that? Uh, <laughs> glug. So um, I think totally worth it. Just haven't done it. Yeah, I, that, I feel that's like definitely on the, on the like uh, your bucket girlfriend, list. That would be like her jam. I know. It's definitely on the bucket list. I really want to do it. This is from Herr Winkelkopf, which is a cool fantastic name. name. Yeah. Uh, as people who will probably detect Germanness better than Germans, how un-German is Berlin? I would say Berlin is very un-German. Uh, yeah, it, I would agree. It, it, it really just feels like its own little uh, European international bubble that happens to be in Germany. But I feel like you can move Berlin to a few different, few different countries and it'd be very similar. You know what I mean? It's kind of like New York to the States. Like New York is super multicultural and you have all these different areas but it's not like uh well i guess that is american culture yeah but but, but no but like going to manhattan that does not represent america like like new york city does not represent men, the u.s at all like i, mean, I think it kind of does country no. immigrants just give us your 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 week your freedom your 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 week your uh hungry stuff like that if like everyone immigrated through new york like kind of is no, no no but we're talking about like okay yeah, if you visited there in 1800s, but I'm talking about now, if you visit like New York City, it looks nothing like a standard American town. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and the rudeness of the experience is not a standard American town. And like, yeah, that, it, that's it, fair. It is the city. It's kind I, of, I think like in ideals, New York is definitely uh, American, but in terms of yeah, oh yeah, uh, okay, okay, representing yeah, it, it's it's foundation, <clears throat> sure, but I don't think that's what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And, yeah, Berlin is its own little bubble, and uh, you know, it's it's. When you, when you go to other parts of Germany, you really see how different Berlin is, even just down to how people dress and how people look and how people act. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just so metropolitan, and it's um, it's the the most uh, for, foreigner friendly, uh, immigrant friendly part of yeah. of Germany, and it's actually English speaking friendly, which almost no other German city is. You yeah, know, uh, sp speaking of that, there's a magazine called Ex Berliner, and it's Berlin yeah, News all yeah. in English. And uh, before uh, the open air keynote I went to on Saturday, they had a little advertisements, you know, and there's one that I always see and it's an old man reading a magazine. He's like, you've lived in Berlin for how long and you still don't speak English? So it's even like a stereotype that like if you live in Berlin, you have to speak English as well as German, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. English might even be more important than German. Yeah. Uh, so like this is the one question that I did read because it came it came separately after all the other questions. Okay. Um. So I, I and there just happened to be that at the same time an article that was explaining about why Berlin is so un-German. So guys, we'll just read you a few of these. Okay. Okay. Um. How it differs from the rest of Germany. Now it has one of the um lowest average salaries and unemployment so that makes makes it and that the unemployment rate is much higher than other places in, in with, uh, with lower salaries yeah yeah and um a high percentage of germans are christian but in berlin less than 25 percent list themselves as christian and the, ma huh. and the majority majority of berliners uh list themselves as having no religious affiliation so that's that was also what sets it apart from uh germany especially bavaria bavaria is very or yeah very, very religious, religious yeah. yeah no that makes sense i'll, I'll buy that um, Germany is also known for, of course, being a, a meat loving, uh, country in general. <laughs> you got the sausage, you got the schnitzel, etc. Um, however, Berlin is constantly 
rated as one of the top vegetarian and vegan cities in Europe. So that sets itself apart. From yeah, I mean, there's uh, if you're a vegetarian or vegan in Berlin, it's you have so many options. And sometimes as a non-vegetarian, I feel like an outcast here because so many people are vegetarian. You know what I mean? It's true. It's like weird. If you're like sitting at a dinner with a bunch of Berliners and like you order meat, people are like, ooh, this guy eats meat. What a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually, but sometimes it feels that way. Yeah, I know what you mean. And, um, you know, as there is a, an indoor smoking ban in Germany, but Berlin kind of pretends it doesn't exist, which yeah, also true. sets itself apart. Especially for a big city. Because a lot of small towns don't really care. But the fact that a big city doesn't care and the cops don't care is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and this is something that we just mentioned is in other cities in, in Germany, you could not survive with just English for a long period of time. But Berlin is one of the few cities that I, w- I would say don't do it. But you could survive living in Berlin your whole life and just speaking English. Please, oh, yeah, please, sure. please don't do it. Please don't, don't do, do it. it. But you could. But you could, um, which is. Yeah. And, and I've seen so many articles where Germans complain. They're like, I've went into a, a Berlin restaurant and none of the waiters spoke German. And I, I couldn't order a meal and like, you know, which is, I can imagine it, that's kind of frustrating. Yeah, it's very frustrating. I mean, you know, but yeah. And also uh, Berlin, I think for the first time either this year, or last year, uh, so like Germany's a really good economy generally, but Berlin for the past, like, I don't know, ever has been losing, was been losing the country money. Yeah. And well, I that's think, why they call it poor, but sexy. Poor, but sexy. Yeah. But I think last year was the first year that actually made a little bit of money. And so a lot of other cities kind of hate Berlin because they pay a lot of taxes to Berlin to keep it, you know, afloat. Yeah, but just because it finally made a little bit of money doesn't mean it's like suddenly this powerhouse. Oh, it's definitely not a powerhouse, (laughs) not in the slightest, but, you know, at least it's getting better. But yeah, I would say Berlin is very un-German, just culturally, the way it looks, the way it feels, the food, than the rest of the country. And that is either, I think it's a great thing, some people might not think it's a great thing, but I think it's pretty cool to have that little weird really weird European oasis. Yeah. And again, you, you get little slices of, you know, traditional Germany and Berlin here or there, but you also get slices of a little bit of Polish influence and this influence and that influence. So uh, a lot you know. of Vietnamese restaurants around here, Turkish, yeah. Arabic, there's just so many things around here. And that's what makes it such a vibrant, colorful city. Yeah, exactly. Even when it's you well know, said, Alex. Thank you. Well said. Even in the winter when it's literally not vibrant or colorful and just oh, awful gray. Never come here during winter. <laughs> Next is from Poiso. Poiso Poiso 3. Poiso 3. Did your taste in pizza toppings change after moving to Germany? Weird question. It is a weird question. I will answer it. Uh, You go first (laughs) if you Um, you know. So since I moved to Germany, I've also traveled a lot more around, around, you know, Europe. I've been to Italy and I met more Italians. So I've kind of learned what like Italians think a really good pizza is, right? And Or even like Berlin is known for just being trash pizza mostly there's maybe True. like a few but but it's um, really improved in the past few years there's some really good pizza places yeah, but we're, now. we're talking specifically about your, your just your taste in pizza toppings right, right, right and so recently i've been just more of a margarita guy because that's what they want to eat in italy that's you tell like and that's how you can really taste like the good sauce and the good cheese and how good the dough is so i'd say i've got i've definitely got a little more boring in terms of like eating okay, margarita okay. but i'm also really good into uh toonfish pizza mm. i will say nothing changed so I eat the same pizzas I would uh, anywhere else. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Next one from Lumalo. Lumalo. (laughs) Lumalo. Germany's foreign population compared to the U.S. Question mark. So he wants us to compare Germany's foreign population to the U.S. That is difficult. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I mean, I do know that Berlin itself has. I think it's like seven or eight hundred thousand foreigners in it. Right. From a hundred million. From 172 different countries or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I know 
Uh, we looked up so out of the 85 million Germans, I think it was like 10 or 11 are foreigners and or immigrants in Germany. So like one in eight. I say the U.S. is tough because the U.S. is all guys. We're all it's the U.S. is all immigrants. Uh, you know, even though for those of you who want to think otherwise, but uh, you know, you're. <laughs> If you live in the U.S., your family came from somewhere else at some point. Unless you're Native American. Yeah, unless you're Native American, exactly. But but um, yeah, but I'm saying like in general, like your family came from somewhere else. So so that's why it's hard for me because the, for me, I look at the U.S. and it's just like it's um, you know, you walk down the street and there's an, an Asian American, an African American, and an Irish American, like like you know, like right, you know. So um, so it's hard to tell who's a a new immigrant and whose family has, has been around for, for a few generations. Yeah. So, so I couldn't really compare numbers or percentages. No, I have no idea. Um, but uh, I would assume the but, states but, has higher. Yeah, I, I would say the states has more definitely. I would have to assume that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Now this next one's interesting too. Uh, I'm not sure who it's from, but it says, "What does retirement and retirement planning look like in Germany? Is there a 401k equivalent, state-sponsored pensions, Social Security, workplace retirement accounts? What's the general age for retiring?" Okay, and then he wrote, my wife and I have a dream of moving to Germany, specifically in uh, Berlin. We're 30 now, um, just starting to settle into a career routine and thinking about kids. Oh, and they're basically wondering, should we move now um, and settle into Germany or like, you know, move in 20, 30 years and just retire there? You yeah, know? Um, well, I mean, I know generally like everywhere else in the world, pensions are just kind of dying. Um, so by the time we're retirement age, there might not be any left. Hopefully there is. We don't really know. But yeah, they definitely have 401k I'm not positive about, but yeah, there's state-sponsored I pensions. I don't think for- I don't I've think never, there is. No, um, but like the state-sponsored pension is called the Rentenversicherung. Right. Yeah. And then there's also, there are workplace retirement accounts. I have one uh, where I put in a certain amount of money a month from my uh, gross salary. So at the end of the month, it's only a very, neg- like not a huge amount for my actual income, which is great. Yeah, but it was something- Specifically set up by your employees, like not a standard thing that everyone gets. Like your your company was nice and set that up for you guys, right? But you can always you can always do it privately as well if you want to. Yeah, yeah, like a, a private a private um pe- yeah, there's private pension plans. Like, yeah, yeah, I think, my, I think my girlfriend has two or three private pension plans, or yeah, there, there, there's a bunch. Um, so retirement, it's I was it's very similar to the states. Um, I'm not sure about only it's 401k that type of stuff. No, no. Uh, the general retirement age, I think, officially just moved up one more year. To like 68 or something? I think or? for men it's 68, for women it's 66 or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, retirement age is when you have enough money to do it. So it's like different for everybody. I mean, That's um, true. But in Germany, they, they really, really want you to retire. It's like almost like they force you to retire. Not really because the age keeps going up. So obviously they don't. Well, yeah, that's true. So they don't, they don't want you to retire actually. Like, I guess not now. Yeah. yeah. And I, like I said, I have that private, like that one with my work. I have the other one. But, um, and I, you know, I bought an apartment. That's also kind of my retirement too. <laughs> That's an investment. Once you, once you pay it off. Once it's paid off. Yeah. Hopefully, but it's before, hopefully before I retire. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the plan. But uh, yeah, I, I would also like to do a little more research on that now that we're, you know, we're also in our thirties. Yeah, we should be. I, I think this generation has much, is much worse at planning for the future than our parents were like, our, like my, I know my parents and um, absolutely they planned much. It, it was much more popular and to, to be planning for your future True. than the last well, That's because they, they, they could buy a house with a single family income working at a Ford factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While going to college for $2,000 a year. Yeah. So things will be different for, for them. But uh, I don't yeah. know. You're a kindergarten teacher and you own a house. So it seems like things worked out. Yeah. I'm not the majority payer on that one. 
Come on, I was gonna make you look good. You do that. Just didn't that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Don't don't give people false hope that kindergarten teachers get paid a lot because we don't. Uh, next is, question. This is the last question. This is the last question. Do, do we know who this is from, or is this another we blank? Not. Another blanker okay. mystery question. Okay. What do you think about the rise of Denglish and that so many signs and stores use English? I think this is a good question because this is, I think, especially um, relevant to Berlin because this right. is, uh, I, I think we just mentioned that. It's a, uh, the use of English and Denglish is becoming, or has been for the past 10 years, exactly. uh, pretty bad in Berlin. Um, I, think it's, I think it's fine. I still think it's important to learn German. I don't want, I don't want Germans to like go away from Berlin. You know, I think it's a cool language and we're still in Germany, so it should stay there. But uh, if it can make other people feel more comfortable, help tourists feel more comfortable, then why does it hurt, right? Yeah, I, I saw I saw one article where, and I can't remember the percentages at all, but it was something like it said one third of of um, advertisements and billboards in Berlin were in English. But, I believe that. But a much smaller percentage of Germans said that they actually knew what the signs said. So it's, it's kind of sad, like basically like, so you have a lot of Germans going around, they have no idea what these signs say, you know, yeah. and that's not good. Like, so I, I think, I think it's here or there, it's fine, but I think it's, and for, of course for us, you know, like English. Yeah, selfishly, it's fantastic. Yeah. But, but I think it's um, maybe a little, been a little too much. Maybe and, it is. And also I, I don't, I don't approve of these places where you go and you, and you literally cannot order in German or do anything like it, that has, that should be a standard that uh, it's fine if you can do it in English, but like you, if you're as a Germany, you shouldn't have to go to a restaurant or somewhere looking for help. And there's nobody there who's from Germany and speaks Germany, German, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, fair. Yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, if you're in the States, you, yeah, you go to a restaurant and everyone out there only speaks German and you're like trying to order in English. Like, they're like, what the, what the hell is this crap? You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 So I, I don't know it's, it's kind of double-edged sword, I guess. Right. It's great to make people feel comfortable who aren't German, but at the same time, like, <clears throat> The majority of people in Germany are are German, and they speak German. So yeah, but yeah, English. Because there also, I know a lot of Germans who don't really speak any English, but they still use a lot of English. You know, because yeah. because certain English words, a for like young people, just become cool to like throw into conversations. Just True. like a few words here or there, and there's also certain English words that just there's no equivalent for that word in in German. There's this maybe like a full phrase, and, yeah. and, and so they use this word because. Because they're like, okay, this is the best word. And, and, it, and it's become like a word that even people who don't speak English, they know at least that one word because, you know. It's G German's not like uh, French. I know uh, in France, they took some words that they took from English and they said, you can't use it anymore. You have to find this new French equivalent, which is made up mm -hmm. instead. Mm -hmm. So like, though, like, I think it was like something with gaming. It was like professional gamer or something like that. You say like, oh, professional gamer in English. And now they made like a French word for it. Where in German, they just use the English word if they don't find an equivalent, which is kind of nice too. But it's yeah. weird in a conversation because you're speaking like nice German and they say like in a perfect English accent, that one word and then back to German again, you know? Yeah. You, I mean, you say me watch German TV or something with a talk show or whatever. It's like German, 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 then a random English yeah. word. Then German, German, German. It's like, even if you don't speak any German. Oh, man, ich hab jemand gesehen, it war super cringe. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's super bizarre. Yeah, because like cringy, they don't really have a good German equivalent no, they use of cringe. that. So they use cringe. Yeah. I had a friend ask me, she's like, uh, she's a teacher of uh, teenagers. And she's like, do you know the German word where the kids say uh, uh, cringe? And I was like, yeah, it's an English word, actually. <laughs> it's do, funny. do you know this weird word? It's a weird, bizarre word yeah. with a hard R. Um, <laughs> but that's that's all we have for, well, this, this is all, actually, I was like, that's all we have for you. That's all you guys have that's for us. That's all we have. That was a lot of stuff. What are you talking about? Yeah, that was a healthy well, amount. Like, like we're, we're running on, uh, we're doing good time here. We we're over. It. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. So it's literally all we have. Oh, okay. Oh, true. And I would say that's all we have for you, but it's actually all they had for us. 
She's like, they're accused. True, but maybe after this, because actually after the last episode, we got some new questions, which we just threw into here. So maybe after this episode, Man, they'll, they'll have more for us. We love Q&A, so send over those cues, please. Because we have A's, no matter how bad they are, we're going to give them to you. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, like it's... it's uh, uh, it's so much fun answer, answering the questions. So, Love it. you know, what else is fun is drinking this whiskey. Can I have one quick little splash? Sure. God, that pop is terrible. It's still hard to open. I'd never seen you literally just not able to open a whiskey bottle. I feel like a child. <laughs> Again. I, that's why I thought it still had like the plastic wrap sealing it. Then you just dude, couldn't see it or something. <laughs> I thought I was going insane. <laughs> I, maybe it's clued. Or, I don't know. But uh, anyways, this is the artfully aged Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight bourbon whiskey nice you see why i hate this bottle oh yeah see, see, see now that this paper label which is like strapped on it's already started ripping it already has whiskey on it so it's soaking it's just it, like why no just have a, actually i'm again this used to look cool i don't like it anymore like i i, I want to label on the bottle fair yeah totally fair anyways cheers let's uh you can think about that later how much you hate it thank you so i think that i can now officially say i do like bourbon I knew before uh, a couple nights ago I had the the Willet again that we'd had before. Oh, it's been a while, good, yeah. And damn, that's good. You know, that was good. Um, so and I was like, that's a really good bourbon. So like, yeah. And and, and this one is also uh, I, I find it really nice. It's 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 got that like mm. typical like bourbon spice to it. You know. Yeah. Uh, it goes down really really smooth, and it's got also a bit of that, of, of that sweetness um, that I like in Rise. But I, I like how the bourbon, this one, combines that spiciness with the sweetness in one sip. Mm. And that's really lovely in my mouth hole. Mm. And what is that oh, That loveliness? What number does that add up oh, to? Um, ooh, I'm going to go uh, like an 8.3. Mm. Yeah, I was going to go to a solid 8. Yeah. It's good. And I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I hate this bottle. But uh, I like the name, Basil Hayden's. It's just some, something about that that I like. Couldn't tell you. I like the belt. It's got a cool metal belt, but the papers, no bueno. But yeah, it, it's it's uh, pretty pretty good. Whose bottle nice. is this? Mine or yours? I think it's yours. Ooh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, but pff, crap. Anyways, well, Jeff is gonna <laughs> abuse, the, is gonna assault the uh, the bottle over here. Uh, I'm gonna sign us off. So uh, <laughs> okay. thank everyone again. Don't forget about our meetup happening in a few weeks or in a week when this comes out. I don't know. Remember, guys, it's um, from ten to ten. So from you know. ten to ten. <laughs> So 7 to 10 at Mokum Bar. Really had to scroll up to read this again? M-O-K-U-M. <laughs> July 22nd. That's a Friday. 7 to 10. Mokum Bar. Be there or don't. You know, it's fine. But it'd be cool if you were, if you do. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. I, just because like if, if like one person shows up, it'll be really embarrassing for us. So yeah. At least let's at least get like three or four it's people. Like stroker there. egos a little bit. Yeah. You know? Anyways. At least some of you guys who came last time, you could show up again. You guys, you guys are fun. So yeah. yeah, that's true. If even if we just have the same group again. Yeah, that was a great time. Thumbs up, but let's add a few more. Yeah, and remember, there's going to be a surprise. Prize. Prize. A surprise. Squared. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hey guys, thank you again so much for sending in all these questions. You took yes, time out of your thank day. thank you. Really great questions, really fun. Um, you guys are always, every time we post asking for stuff, you guys are always giving back. So um, Seriously, though, you guys are awesome. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Best so. listeners of any podcast in the history of podcasts. That go to the best website in the world, which is hgwpodcast.com. Anyways, everyone, <laughs> please uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. We love you. Welcome. <laughs>